Hello, and welcome to IBG's Ahead of the Pack podcast brought to you by AWS. Enterprises are looking for ways to capitalize on data to accelerate their business agility. New innovations in cloud, artificial intelligence, and machine learning provide tools and methods that address these opportunities and challenges. Ahead of the Pack is a series of podcasts with leading thought leaders who will share their experience on how enterprises are leveraging these tools and the outcomes they're achieving. I'm Tim Crawford, CIO Strategic Advisor with Avoa and your host. Today's topic is how machine learning is playing a significant role for enterprises and lessons learned. Our guest is Sri Ella Prolu, Senior Manager for the Amazon Machine Learning Solutions Lab. Welcome, Sri. Thank you, Tim. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, as Tim mentioned, I'm Sri Halaprulu with Amazon's Machine Learning Solutions Lab, and I'm really excited to be here. Sri, so let's send a foundation for our conversation today. You know, you've had the opportunity to work with machine learning in a number of different scenarios. You've also had the privilege to see how it's used in many different ways while observing the opportunities and the gotchas. Before we dig into those details, let's set that stage. Why should enterprises consider machine learning? Tim, that's a really good question. Uh, as team and I have been working with customers from around the globe, uh, from every imaginable industry vertical, uh, there are certain things that we have he- heard consistently from customers. Number one, with machine learning, uh, they're able to dive into data uh, and get insights from that data that were previously unattainable uh, without using machine learning. And the second benefit that customers are looking for is being able to digital transfer, looking forward to digital transformation, transforming the experience that they're able to bring to their customers and using innovative ways and techniques to help in- improve customer experience. And then another area that we've also seen is tackling problems where uh, previously that were out of reach. A simple example would be using computer vision technology to identify defects on a production line, for example, if you're in the manufacturing space. And then besides these benefits, uh, one of the reasons why enterprises are starting to pay a lot more attention to machine learning uh, is the fact that cloud computing is making it much more accessible than ever before. If you think about low cost compute and storage options that are available for you on demand, so you don't have to worry about paying upfront and locking, getting locked into infrastructure. You're able to move much faster and experiment and try different approaches to solving your problems and coming up with innovative solutions that you can take to market. That's unlocking a lot of the machine learning activity that we're seeing happening on top of AWS. There are a number of compelling ML solutions, but I still believe we're just barely starting. As more organizations get started on ML, uh, the democratization of machine learning is also starting to take its play as uh, the experience that customers are gaining is actually helping other customers speed up in that space. The key to remember is that machine learning is not just limited to global organizations that have very vast amount of resources. Using cloud-based services, any organization can start exploring machine learning for their needs. So that's the exciting part. It's the democratization of machine learning that's happening, and that's what's leading to uh, a lot of customers uh, pursuing machine learning-based activity. 
So let's maybe step a little further into that last point that you made about that this is not just for large global players. This is for a broad um, a broad contingent of customers from small to large. Let's talk about some of the ways that they're using machine learning. You know, what some of those common use cases are. What are those some of those use cases that you can share that folks may not have thought about too? Um, across the business or in specific verticals? Yeah, so we actually are seeing machine learning being leveraged in almost every part of an organization. Uh, If not uh, equally, it's certainly being explored in every part of the organization. Uh, Some examples that I can talk about, uh, if you think about business operations, uh, use cases like being able to forecast, let's say you're in retail, being able to forecast demand for your products as well as demand for supply, all of that is being done by leveraging machine learning. Similarly, if you want to process documents, automating document processing capabilities is also being driven by a large uh, implementations of machine learning solutions. If you're looking to improve customer experience, uh, as an example, uh, you can take a look at a, a company like Domino's Pizza that's using Amazon-based Amazon personalized service to leverage uh, machine learning capabilities to understand their customer order patterns, and then based on that, uh, make sure that they have the right uh, amount of stock in place and they're able to meet customer needs exactly when needed. So taking advantage of machine learning capabilities to improve their customer experience. If you look at uh, supply chain logistics, companies like Convoy that are leveraging machine learning to understand and make sure that they're able to pair the right drivers with the right uh, goods to be transported so that they're optimizing the entire logistics network. In the healthcare and pharmaceutical space, companies like Cerner uh, is taking advantage of the health information that they have access to in their systems and being able to bring personalized care uh, to their members. Or companies like AstraZeneca in the pharmaceutical space Uh, leveraging machine learning and computer vision technology to to bring drugs faster to the market and therefore helping save lives. And then finally, I'd say in the sports and analytics space, uh, improving your fan experience. Uh, We've seen customers uh, such as the National Football League or Formula One taking advantage of machine learning, uh, computer vision technologies to improve the fan experience uh, by providing up-to-date statistics and probability and predictions live on screen as well as in stadium so that fan experience improves and the engagement improves quite a bit. So as I mentioned, there's virtually no area of an organization where machine learning has not been impactful and we're continuing to see that happen more and more across the entire organizational spectrum. You know, and that's interesting, Shree, because you talk about how machine learning kind of fits into front of house, right? The the experience from the customer perspective, you talked about it from the back of the house, the business operations. You also talk about the ecosystem and the supply chain and logistics. And I think one of the pieces that we were talking about, you and I were talking about earlier, had to do with Amazon's uh, use of machine learning. And I think that would be a great place to to kind of dovetail into here, which is how Amazon is using machine learning and then also how that's evolved. Maybe you could take a minute and just share your perspective and also what you've experienced internally within Amazon. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so Amazon has been leveraging machine learning 
for about 20 years, uh, I should say right from the very beginning, uh, if you remember about 20 years ago when the dot-com or our retail e-commerce operation started, one of the first places where machine learning has been leveraged in ensuring that the searches, the user or customer search experience is optimized so that we're able to improve our search recommendations uh, when customers come to our retail site and search for products and, and things of interest. Going on to providing personalized recommendations, um, for example, if you search for a particular product, uh, we may, if you scroll down on the screen on the website, you'll probably have seen uh, other customers that have searched for similar products have also been interested or have looked at these additional products. So that's nothing but personalization that's being brought in and recommendations that are being brought in based on machine learning technology. If you go into our, once an order is placed on the e-commerce site, if you go into our fulfillment centers where the actual fulfillment activities start, there is machine learning being leveraged uh, across across the board. If you think about our robotics operations that happen in our warehouses where products are packed, moved, et cetera, that's all driven by machine learning and computer vision technology. If you think about uh, our voice assistant, digital voice assistant uh, solutions such as Alexa, that's nothing but a machine learning based, uh, in case of Alexa, it's actually a uh, automatic speech recognition and natural language understanding, ASR and NLU-based technology that's in the cloud that is allowing customers to use their voice and natural speech uh, to ask anything that they're interested in and get responses back in a natural way uh, that gives them the information and the detail that they're interested in, uh, in getting or seeking. That's, once again, machine learning driven. If you look at our Amazon Go store, which is a cashier-less store technology, it uses a lot of machine learning and computer vision technology that fuses uh, those, those various data points that are being collected real time so that when a customer walks into the store, they're selecting various products, putting stuff back on the shelf, and then at the end of that experience, they're able to literally walk out without having to pay uh, at a cashier station. That's, once again, entirely powered by machine learning technology. And then last one I would say is our Amazon Prime Air drone delivery program. You can imagine how much machine learning and computer vision is going into that as well. So it's been a 20-plus year legacy where machine learning has been leveraged across the board, pretty much across all departments, organizations, business lines within Amazon. And that's something that uh, we have been uh, really fortunate to bring that experience and that expertise to our customers on the AWS side, uh, so that we're able to help through our machine learning solutions lab, able to help those customers pursue their own use cases, their own uh, missions using machine learning technology, and we're able to bring that forward. So it's it's been a, a very interesting experience where we've used machine learning for more than 20 years, and we're now able to bring all of that expertise back to our customers through AWS, both in the form of uh, cloud-based services that we're able to offer to customers, but also in the form of expertise that we're able to bring to customers in a consultative manner so we can guide them on their earlier steps of machine learning journey. Yeah, and again, you're you're pointing out examples of how Amazon is using machine learning both front of office, customer facing, as well as back office in your operations. And I think that's a, that's a real interesting um, perspective. The, the one thing, though, that, that I want to tap into in that 20 years of experience is 
how to get started. You know, I could see how customers would look at this and they're listening to these examples and go, oh my gosh, I can see all of the different ways I can use ML, use machine learning, um, and want to get started really quickly. But before they do, are there certain requirements or prerequisites that you've observed that need to be in place or that they should consider before they actually get started with machine learning? That's actually right, Tim. Uh, it's, it's absolutely right that customers do get excited when they hear about these successful stories uh, in the press or elsewhere about how a particular organization has leveraged machine learning. And they're certainly interested in understanding how they can take that journey as well. Uh, so we on our team have worked and uh, collaborated with customers on many, many occasions. And there are some lessons that we've learned in organizations being able to successfully navigate those early steps. What I would want to point out is, number one, data plays an absolute vital role. It's critical. You need to think about uh, collecting and collecting vast amounts of data, but not just quantity, but also quality. Because at the end of the day, the way machine learning works is it's learning patterns based on previous or historical data. It's using algorithms to come up with a model, and then that model is then used to predict things for the future. Whether you're forecasting things for your sales, or you're using computer vision to understand what's happening in front of the camera, all of that is done based on historical information and the learnings that the machine is able to pick up and use an algorithm to fine tune and use that going forward to do predictions. So as, as that implies, data is absolutely at the center of all of this. The second area is use cases and prioritization. So we need to make sure that when customers think about machine learning and let's say you're a large organization, there may be many, many use cases that you can think of. So that's another area that you need to think about prioritizing, making sure that you're going after use cases that are high value, high return, not just go after every single use case. The last one I would point out is uh, looking at the skills that would be needed in-house as well as taking advantage of capabilities that are available outside as well. So it's not always necessary that you have to go build an entire team just to get started on the first machine learning problem that you want to solve. There are absolutely services uh, capabilities available. For example, AWS has a number of services that we bring to customers, either at a API level or a full platform managed service level that customers can take advantage of to get started on that first or second use case so that they're gaining experience and they're able to move fast. And once they understand how to do it, they can speed up on other use cases that they want to go tackle. Right. So... I, you know, you've kind of outlined some of the things to think about when you get started. Maybe you could just spend a, a minute and share some of the gotchas, though, because to me, as as a customer and using innovative technology, I want to know kind of what to look out for, too. Um, what are some of those gotchas that they should consider or watch out for? You know, if I'm an enterprise and I'm starting to look at machine learning and stepping down that path. Yeah, this is a this is a good one as well. Um because we have also come across during our, uh, our customer engagements where uh, we need to be careful in selecting the right use case to work on. Uh, and that, that's something that's very important, especially for organizations that are just getting started with machine learning. You want to be able to select a use case that's going to give you high return, but also something that's actually practical, meaning feasible. 
as you don't want to go after the most complex use case as your first experience within the organization, but rather go after something that's achievable, that gets your teams excited. You do see the results at the end of it, and therefore it, it keeps spinning that cycle or the flywheel faster and faster. The way we do it uh, when we uh, work with customers, as well as this is something that Amazon uses internally across the board, is a, a process called working backwards. So what that, what that really means is that we are looking at understanding what is it that you as a business or a organization uh, are interested in with machine learning. So rather than starting with technology and driving and finding a problem that you want to solve with that technology, we actually go the reverse. So think, thinking about what goal we're going after and then working backwards to try and achieve that goal rather than starting with the technology. That's absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. We start with the business problem that you're trying to solve. We outline the business objectives that you're trying to meet. And then we work our way backwards as to what is the right way to solve it, what are the right technology uh, areas that you want to get involved with, what are the right data sets that you need to think about so that you actually get to the outcomes that your business and leadership is interested in, not just science experiments that you want to do by starting on the technology side. And the one other thing I'll mention, uh, especially Gotcha, is most customers start with proofs of concepts, but they don't think all the way through to how to get that into production. So that's something also to keep in mind. As any engagement, any projects that you're engaging on, you want to think about if this POC is successful, how do you get that into production? Because ultimately, the benefits that your organization derives is when that solution is in production and it's resulting in the value that you're expecting. So always keep thinking about how do you take a project from a proof of concept all the way into production? But Sri, when you think about moving that proof of concept into production, it's more than just the technology. Like I think about the organization, I think about the process, I think about who needs to be involved, you know, the the stakeholders that need to be involved. What, from your experience, what have you seen that um, works or doesn't work with regards to aspects outside of the technology itself and, and even with getting those POCs to production? Yeah, uh, so based on experience, uh, th there's certainly one thing that's absolutely clear, which is machine learning is not a, only a technology-driven initiative. It needs to be a cross-organizational, cross-team uh, engagement or approach within a company in order for that initiative to be successful. What I mean by that is you absolutely need your technology teams on board because they're the ones that are going to be actually working on the solution and moving that forward. You need your business teams on board because they're the ones that are going to help define what is it that your machine learning solution is actually going to try to address. You need your executive team on board because ultimately they're the ones that are going to approve an engagement from a proof of concept stage all the way into production and making sure that they're allowing your teams, both on the technical side as well as on the business side, take some uh, risks and try new things out so that you're actually able to innovate and bring that next generation technology and solutions to your customers. So you need a cross-team engagement uh, that usually comprises of your executive team, your business and line of uh, organized line teams, as well as your technical teams. So that cross-organizational engagement, support, 
uh, as well as executive sponsorship is absolutely critical. And organizations that have that well established have seen very successful implementations, whereas on the other hand, we've also seen engagements where that cross-organizational engagement is not as good. And even though the technical engagement has been really well done, it doesn't go anywhere. So that cross-team mm. engagement is absolutely critical with executive support from the top. No, that's that's great to know. So as we kind of get ready to wrap on the episode, you know, sharing this experience, I think, is incredibly it's insightful. Um, I mean, you're taking this 20 years that Amazon has learned about machine learning and trying to digest it into a small, small component. Let's look forward a bit and maybe just in the last minute or two that we have, what gets you excited about what's coming next? Yeah, so even though uh, we have been doing this at Amazon for more than 20 years and many of our customers are starting to do a lot more machine learning on top of AWS, I still believe that we're just barely starting. Uh, And not just at Amazon, but in general across the industry where uh, many, many more customers are getting excited about uh, leveraging machine learning for a wide range of applications. So there's a lot more excitement ahead uh, in terms of either the use cases that customers are going to be able to solve with machine learning, things that they never thought were practically doable before, or on the technology side, the innovation that's being driven based on cloud computing now that compute capability as well as data storage capabilities are abundantly available and cost-effectively available. A lot of research is also happening on improving the algorithms, trying various Mm -hmm. experiments and coming up with new ways of addressing problems. So there's innovation happening on the technology side that's very exciting. There's certainly customers that are solving uh, very interesting problems that have real-world implications uh, on a global level. Uh, And so that's exciting as well. So the the combination of both the customer excitement and the use cases that they're about to solve, combined with the technology innovations that we're seeing and we're driving some of those, uh, it's a really exciting time ahead. That's awesome. That's so, so important. Shri, thank you so much for joining the podcast and sharing your experience. This has been an incredible quick look at aspects that enterprises should consider when looking to engage machine learning. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Catch all of the Ahead of the Pack episodes by visiting us on cio.com slash podcast slash Ahead of the Pack, or by finding us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For IDG and AWS, I'm Tim Crawford with AVOA. This podcast has been produced by IDG Communications in association with its sponsor, AWS.